0: Hello and welcome to Dev3, the podcast about developers, engineering, and Web3. Today, I want to tell you about how to get stars without getting lucky on GitHub. This is about how to find your users, how to get feedback, and make beautiful software that's public for the whole world to see and use. Before I get into that, I want to give a quick aside about audio quality on this podcast. You may have noticed in the previous episodes, that there was some pretty poor quality audio. And to be frank, it's because I'm newer to this. I did not yet know the proper way to do double-ended recording. I did not yet know how to set up the mic in my room. I did not have acoustic foam around me. I had a big empty room with plaster walls in front of me, and I've made some changes. I'm gonna go over this real quick for folks interested in sound quality, interested in sound engineering, and this aside, It'll only last 60 seconds. So if you want to skip right past it, I totally understand. So what I've got in front of me right now is the ElectroVoice RE320. I have it plugged into a Fethead lifter and then into an XLR cable that goes all the way over to the Scarlett 2i2. This is just a standard XLR cable off Amazon. On the Scarlett 2i2, I have the 48 volt button clicked such that the head is able to feed off that power and I have mono sound coming out. I have my headphones plugged in directly, Audio-Technica ATH-M50s, which are the headphones of choice for me for the past 10 years since I got started in engineering. All this together with some acoustic foam around me has made the environment way better for sound, so I'm excited to kick this off on a better note and bring you a much higher quality podcast from here. I promise to be dedicated to increasing the quality of this podcast, and if you've been here from the beginning already, you've already seen that increase, so... Let's keep it going and go over this episode right now. How to get stars without getting lucky. So this time around, I'm going to answer questions myself. I've had some success with GitHub and open source software. I've been contributing repos for 10 years. And after this much time, I've noticed a lot of patterns between what works well and what does not work well on GitHub. Let's go over seven tips about how to make your repos better and how to get more stars so that there's more people using the projects that you spend so much careful time and attention building. And if you stick around to the end of this, there's a bonus tip about how to make your GitHub repo stand out even more on social media, how to get more followers and get more views to your repo. So let's jump right in. Tip number one, the most important of all the tips, make something that you believe in If you're not making a software project that you love more than anyone else in the world, if you're not your own biggest fan, it's unlikely someone's going to come along and suddenly be an even bigger fan than you. And with so much creativity and opportunity as an engineer, why would you build something that you're not on fire for? So pick something that you love, because if you don't have the passion, folks with passion will pass you up. There's a lot of software projects on GitHub, and there's a lot of people trying to make their software seen and make their ideas seen. So why don't you have the most exciting ideas to you and then just convince other people to feel the way that you feel about your project. Now let's get into a practical tip that follows up on this. So you're your own biggest fan and on GitHub, you could click star. You could be your own first star and there's nothing wrong with that. I oftentimes start projects that way. And then immediately ask all your closest friends. be your other first stars. This will get you started having some quick traction. If you get five stars in a day, if you were to get five friends to go like your project, that shows up in their timeline to all of their followers. And so within GitHub, there's almost a social network element to this. There's this idea that if you like something, your friend's friends will see it. And depending upon if those friends' friends have a lot of followers, this could become three, four layers and continue spreading. But in order to get a lot of stars and to go viral in that way, you will need a lot more than just to ship a project and ask your friends for stars. So let's get into those tips. Tip number two, make an amazing readme. The readme is the first thing that folks see when they view your project on GitHub. This readme page should tell people concisely why this project is excellent. How can they use it? Or how can they go view the web page that it's deployed to? What's the purpose of it? Let's get super specific about how to make an amazing readme. Number one, most important thing here, be concise. You need to concisely show people how to use it, how to install it. Whether this is NPM install, whether it's a Docker image, whether it's a URL link to it, almost right away at the top of your readme. You can put in a logo, you can put in a pitch. You can put in the name of the project, but what's most important is to very quickly show what the project actually is. I've got my own tips that I'll be divulging right here about how to make that README really beautiful. So you wanna be adding in images. You wanna add in badges and colors. Make sure that this is not just a basic black and white page. You have a ton of freedom with Markdown and with screenshots in order to include not just screenshots of maybe the website that you've made, you have a lot of opportunity to include screenshots of cool color schemes of the code being used. You have a ton of opportunity with Markdown. It's extremely expressive as a language. And if you start to learn Markdown, well, you can even center elements, center images, put in italics, put in bold, put in underlines, and just make use of all these different elements to make sure that your readme is snappy, beautiful, interesting, unique, And that unique element is what separates your project from other people's. Include some screenshots. I really think that a great screenshot builder is carbon. You can find this at carbon.vercel.app, which you can also find in the show notes. This is a way to paste in code, change and set up many different color schemes, and it gives you a beautiful drop shadow. You can increase line spacing and immediately export locally or to social media all for free. This was also a public open source project. So if you go use it, go give them a star too, and tell them you found out about them through Dev3. Another thing that you can do is put in GIFs, or GIFs, depending upon what party you come from. I prefer GIFs, because that's what the founder said it was pronounced as. The tool that I like to use for recording GIFs is called Record It. That's Record IT. That's all one word. It's again, a free public tool that you can use to click drag through a selection and then record that as a GIF or as an MP4. If instead, you need to have your face in this, and you need to be speaking to folks, I would recommend Loom. Loom has a great free tier as well. And it allows you to have yourself as a little picture. And with that little picture at the bottom, folks can connect with you better if your repo and product happens to incorporate you, your face and your personality more than just a simple NPM module or Docker image might. And on that note, in addition to just having the installation instructions, perfect. You want to also make sure that things are packaged and delivered properly for folks to consume. So I'm coming from the JavaScript and TypeScript world, and a lot of you are as well. So I want to mention real quick, how you can make sure that you are packaged properly for that. You want to make sure that you have multiple types of bundle outputs. These are bundles for not just ECMAScript modules, which is ESM, but also CommonJS, so that folks can use this across different environments. Not everyone is using the newest language features. Not everyone's using a bundler that allows you to say, import X from blank. So you need to make sure that what you're doing has multiple options for folks. And in JavaScript specifically, my last comment about it, you should use tools like Rollup. ESBuild also has multiple export options. Tools like these can really make that process a lot easier. And there's thousands of good tutorials out there that you can go check out to learn how to do this better. As we wrap up right there, I just wanna give you one follow-up place you can go to continue. If you really wanna make the best readme's possible, there's a GitHub repo called awesome readme. It's one of these awesome lists and you can go one after another and it says why it's an awesome readme as well. You'll find things in common like logos, colors pictures a good documentation website and now this leads us to tip number three launch a documentation website so github works well and does its job on its own to give developers instructions for how to incorporate and use your product but the thing that you can do to level up even more is to link folks to a documentation website that's separate the reason that separation helps It doubles your SEO folks can visit two separate places to find about your product, but also on the HTML, JavaScript, external page, you have a ton more flexibility and freedom for what you do and how it looks. You can put it on your own domain name. You could brand it with special colors and things that Markdown wouldn't otherwise support in a GitHub readme. So this brings us to tip number four, get feedback especially bad feedback. You want to be asking your friends. You want to be asking your enemies. You want to be asking anyone you can, strangers. You want to know, what do the haters hate about it? What do the fans love about it? But in general, what the fans love about it is actually something that's just going to stroke your ego. If you find out what the haters hate about it, some amount of those haters are right. They're actually seeing things that aren't yet figured out or solved in what you're working on. And if you listen to those haters in the right way, turn it positive and make a positive change, you can build something high quality and superb. You can build something world-class. And now, let's say you've gotten that feedback, you've asked some friends, or maybe you've done tip number five. This is post to Reddit, post to Twitter, post to social media. These places of social media are going to allow you to actually connect with other people. And the whole goal here is so that other people can use and enjoy the GitHub repo that you've built. If you are part of a community like Reddit or Twitter, it's likely that folks will give your thing an opportunity. They'll give it a shot. They'll go read the readme. Versus if you don't know of any software engineers personally, you can go find folks through Reddit and Twitter, through Hacker News through these different networks and connect with folks there, because through those places, you're gonna get the best feedback. Tip number six, share a roadmap. So sharing a roadmap involves deciding what should come next and then not only deciding what should go next, but deciding what should go next after that and after that. And if you outline this and you make it clear, and if we make this all concise, going back to tip number two, You're going to find that folks can get on board with your vision. They can see that there's growth in this. This thing is not done. This thing is something that will evolve and can be a place to be embedded in, to be a community member and a contributor. Now we've graduated from just struggling to get stars to actually finding folks to be contributors. Now imagine how much you have grown this repo already alone. Let's say you've successfully gotten your repo already to 50 stars. What would happen if you had a second and third core contributor? And each of them tried in the same way that you did to get to 50, to get it even past that. And now this effect is not linear. This effect is compounding. If three folks are discussing and shouting about your repo to the world, that creates more impact than just three times one person. And that's because the way that the algorithm works on GitHub, it's possible to actually be classified under GitHub trending, With just 100 stars in a day, depending upon the language you're working with, it can be much easier than 100 stars a day, too. JavaScript is about 100, it seems, but this algorithm is different for each programming language. If you're doing a very esoteric or smaller programming language, you could be on Trending with one star in a day. That's just going to be a different market size. But getting onto GitHub Trending is a massive goal, you should congratulate yourself and be very proud if you were able to make it there. I have not yet made it there. But it is a life goal of mine. And now the last tip before we do our bonus tip, organize issues and gather those contributors working on issues. Now this is the one that's less fun to hear about. It's really managerial, it's really product managery. And as developer, it's likely that that's not your natural interest. If you're a developer who started a GitHub repo, you're probably a hacker. You're probably someone who loves programming all day if possible, all night if possible, or sleep all day and code all night. So something that you can do to make this easier is use the good first issue tag on GitHub issues. Use the default projects. Projects is a way that GitHub has allowed you to organize issues within priority. You can have it automated to run between doing pull request open and done, all based upon GitHub issues. And you can tag the GitHub issue within the commits you're making in order to close the GitHub issue, and it will automatically drag it over a column. And now you found the way to be an engineer who is more efficient and a product manager. That right there, those are my seven best tips for you. And now let's get to the bonus tip. If you go into your settings on any GitHub repo, you actually have the ability right there to add a media card. This card will show up if someone shares your repo on social media. It's the default image that will be shown. What you want to do in this social media area is to make sure you have something that is extremely high definition. The settings, the max settings you can do are 1280 by 640 pixels. That's 1280 pixels wide by 640 pixels tall. And not only can you make that high def image, make it something interesting, make it something eye catching, consider a vibrant color there. Recently, with essential ETH project that I'm really giving a lot of attention to, I made the background pink, and I used shades of purple as the coding theme. I did all that through the tool cobalt we discussed earlier. And again, you can find that at cobalt.purcell.app. This is not a paid sponsorship, there is no payment. It's a free open source tool that I just happen to love. I wish I was the one that had come up with that idea and made that repo. Because then I wouldn't be here telling you about how to get stars. I'd be bathing in the stars over there on that repo. And with that note, I'd love to just wrap up by saying, find a community. Connect with others. Because others are what make this more fun, but also others are how you get to this goal. And now the byline from Meta Cartel DAO. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Thanks for checking out the episode today. If you liked what you heard here, please follow me on Twitter, twitter.com dawsonbotsford Dawson Botsford. That's D-A-W-S-O-N-B-O-T-S-F-O-R-D. I'll see you in the very next episode where we're talking about multi-sig wallets and a new product called DEN that helps you manage and work with multi-sigs. Talk to you soon.